What's it like to share your message with the world through podcasting? What is your method for helping people and making a positive difference in the world? Hi, I'm Shelley Carney, Livecast coach and host of the Messages and Methods podcast. Join me as I share fascinating stories and insights from podcasting women I met at the She Podcast Live conference in Scottsdale, Arizona in October 2021. This series of interviews will provide the foundation of understanding of why women podcast today and how they impact the world through their voice and message. My guest for this conversation is Tiffany Kane. Tiffany is a divorced mom, entrepreneur, writer, public speaker, and educator. She hosts the Love and Life After Divorce podcast, which supports women living their best life after divorce. In her podcast, Tiffany will introduce you to the people that inspire and motivate her, share her personal growth insights, and provide a unique, upbeat perspective on loving life after divorce. Welcome, Tiffany. Thank you so much. Thank you for that lovely welcome. Yes. And uh, why don't you fill in some more blanks for us and tell us a little bit about yourself? All right. Well, I am thrilled to be here today with you. So thank you very much. I am a mom of two children. Um, and that there alone is an exciting event. <laughs> um, I was raised in a really strict religion that kind of groomed me to get into a very bad marriage. Um, I was not raised to date to understand what fit my needs. I was raised to date to get married and then view that man as the head of the household and be subservient. And so that led me to get into a marriage that um, was toxic and abusive. Um, I left the marriage seven years ago and just life has been so beautiful since. I describe it as um, I was hanging on a cliff uh, bloody fingernails, <laughs> wind whipping around me, thunderstorm, and I'm holding onto this cl cliff for dear life, you know, holding onto that marriage, holding onto that life, that vow, that promise, and trying to make my family work, and I just couldn't. And when I finally let go and fell, I landed on a path that, while it has been difficult, and challenging has been so beautiful. The twists and the turns and the people I meet and the um, opportunities that have opened up and the rediscovering of who I am has just been such a gift. And I am so glad I let go and fell. <laughs> and so that was the inspiration for my podcast. And it's really the inspiration for everything I do now, my writing, my public speaking, um, my, even my entrepreneurship, everything that I do is to help women have a voice and um, to just help women realize that taking those risks and really putting your needs and your self-love and your self-worth, making that a priority will just make your world amazing. Uh, tell us more about your podcast and uh, what's it about and who's it for? Well, it's for women that are either in a very difficult marriage, perhaps it's toxic, perhaps it's abusive, or perhaps you just grew apart. And they're looking to find a, a way to get out. You know, there's, there's this belief 
that um, when you leave a marriage, that's a bad thing. I'm not anti-marriage at all. I think marriage can be an absolutely beautiful thing. But when it doesn't serve you, then it's harmful. And so if you're in a situation where it's harmful, then I want to create a space and a safe community for those women to see that there are options. And that even though the path may be challenging, single parenting and and starting a life over definitely is challenging, that there's definitely hope. So that's part of my audience. The other part of my audience are women who have been divorced, who are divorced, and are just having a difficult time moving through the pain and the isolation and the shame. They're having, um, they're kind of stuck, stuck in those feelings and those emotions. And honestly, when you're in a difficult marriage, a lot of times your self-worthiness, your self-love is diminished dramatically. And learning how to rise above that and how to find that worthiness and how to find that self-love is so vital. And so I want to give us the space for that. So every guest I bring on um, talks to self-love and worthiness in some way, shape or form. And I try to be really creative with it. I've had a burlesque dance teacher on. I've had a mother of neurodivergent children on talking about the challenges of single parenting. I've had a um, OBGYN come on talking about, you know, having a new baby and the difficulties that brings in a marriage and uh, what happens when you leave. I've, um, I've had relationship coaches on and just a wide variety of guests that can give different viewpoints and different pictures of what this life after divorce can look like. Mm. And how long ago did you start podcasting? My podcast journey is pretty new. Uh, I'm in my third month. <laughs> oh, yeah. But everything's you've changed. you've already had all those guests. Yes. That's amazing. Yes. I'm very motivated and excited, and everything's changed in three months. Everything. Just, I truly believe that when you say, I'm going to take a risk and I'm going to do something, so many doors open up that you never knew existed. It's like being in this house of mysteries, and suddenly you have the key to all these doors that were closed before, and maybe they were hidden, there were illusions hiding these doors. So yes, in um, I would say the last six months for me have been really transformational. I opened myself up to opportunities and said yes to a podcast and you know started planning it probably about six months ago and launched it three months ago. And in doing that, everything has changed. The, the people I've met, the opportunities that have happened, I started my own media company because of it. I started coaching because of it. And um, everything's changed. Absolutely everything. So <laughs> it's very exciting. So is this your main source of income or do you work outside of this? I, I currently work outside of this. I do have a day job. I am a teacher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, specifically, I'm a teaching coach. I do professional development for a living. So I train teachers and work very closely with teachers. And it's a great job. And I've been in that industry for 20 years. And now I'm ready to move out, mm-hmm. you know, to move on. Um, it's a little bit of that caged bird, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm ready to escape and fly. And um, this, I had the opportunity. I was part of an entrepreneurial group. I did a master class and started this podcast. And since then, I've been able to teach people how to podcast. I've started a media company. I am about, I hope I don't jinx it. <laughs> I'm uh, proposing 
a white label podcast to a nonprofit company that could potentially be a 50K contract for the year. Um, and that just all happened because of starting this and starting those conversations and talking to people. So right now it is not my main source of income, but it is leading towards me being able to leave my full-time job within eight months and devote myself completely to this media company and the podcast and the podcast coaching. Well, you sound like a primary example of an encore entrepreneur, <laughs> which is our main audience. So <laughs> it's great for them to hear your story and to uh, see how they can relate to that. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, what made you decide to start a podcast on this particular topic? I'm passionate about it. I was told stories for so long about how bad divorce is and how shameful divorce is and how giving up on your marriage is a failure and how children in single parent homes don't do well and how I'd be harming my children. I even had um, very close family members who knew what I was going through tell me that I should just stay until my boys grew because I was going to be harming my children. And those, those are such harmful messages because children thrive in healthy environments. If a healthy environment is a beautiful marriage, yes, they thrive. But if a healthy environment is, is getting them out of a toxic situation and teaching them new ways to live and new ways to be strong, then that's the healthy environment. And I am just passionate about changing the narrative. I also am passionate about keeping it a positive narrative. So I have great compassion and um, even love for my ex. Uh, he gave me two beautiful children. And um, I am very, very careful to stay away from anger and blame and to talk about what I went through from a place of compassion and vulnerability and openness. And I have compassion for him as a human, as a, a human who's hurting. And I ask, I, I only invite guests that can speak from that place as well, from that openness and vulnerability and human compassion. Yeah. And of course, you want the best role models for your children Absolutely. as well. And if they grow up in an environment where they see you being treated uh, poorly, then they're likely to do it themselves. So exactly. I think um, people just need to realize that when they're giving advice to others about whether or not they should stay in their marriage <laughs> <laughs> because of the children. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, what message do you hope your audience will hear and understand when they listen to your podcast? I hope they hear that they're not alone, that there is a community. I felt so alone. I was so isolated. When you're with an abuser, when you're with a narcissist, you tend to get very isolated and you tend to not have your own community. And so my goal is to create a community. I want women to know they aren't alone. They're not isolated. They don't have to go through this on their own. And there are options. And so that is probably my main goal. And then the second goal is letting them see the joy that can come after, the joy of rediscovering who you are and going out and taking risks. In fact, one of the questions I ask every guest that's on my podcast is, what's a risk that you're really happy you said yes to? Because those risks help us to grow. And I want my community to know that in taking the risk, 
being divorced, get, going through a divorce is a huge risk. And being a single parent is a huge risk. And starting over, moving homes, getting a new job, whatever it is that your journey after divorce takes you through, those are all big risks. And those are growth opportunities. And if you can take them from instead of this is happening to me to this is happening for me, and how does this serve me, then that makes all the difference. If you're not a little bit uncomfortable, you're not growing. I 127% (laughs) agree with you on that one. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's not fun sometimes because it's scary when you have to leave your comfort zone. But yes. That growth is why we're here. Mm -hmm. The comfort zone is that, you know, you're in your jammies on the couch. And, you know, we all need moments like that. Living Mm -hmm. 100% out of your comfort zone is not healthy either. But Mm -hmm. if you're always on your couch in your jammies, then then you're right. You're never growing. Tell us a little more about uh, your media production company. Oh, well, thank you for asking. So my partner, my boyfriend, is a sound designer, sound engineer, sound editor, and he produces my podcast. Mm. Um, And together we make a really great team because I'm a terrific coach. I'm a good interviewer. I'm great at marketing, um, creating a community. I'm really good at that. And he's good at all things tech, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He geeks out about mics and tech and he literally owns probably 25 high-end mics like sure loves him (laughs) (laughs) so together we make a great team and um, our media production company marries both of our passions so it allows him to geek out on the tech and help people have great sound great video for whatever project they're working out on and allows me to nurture people and coach people and create a community around that so that, for instance, if you're a podcaster, you can avoid the podcast fade. If you're into YouTube, if, you're, if your media is the, the visual, we can really get you out there and get you seen and present yourself in your best way. So those are our, our two strengths come together. And so our media production company is called Casa Media. K-A for Kane, and S-A for Sice, and he is um, of the Mexican heritage, so it's a nice play on words of home, so it's home media, right? Like, we're your home, we're creating your community, and um, it's brand new. We just launched the company, and um, we already have several customers, and it's just really exciting. Is there a particular niche that you serve of customers? Podcasting is our biggest niche, Mm -hmm. Um, but with a podcast, we really like to create the whole media piece. So if you want to create a YouTube channel to go with your podcast, we can help you with the YouTube videos. If you want a blog, a newsletter, we can help you with that. Your social media, we can help you to create a good social media strategy and, um, get out there. You need to find guests. We're really good at helping you. How do you find those guests? You want to be a guest? What are strategies you can use to be a guest on somebody else's podcast or somebody else's show? So we try very hard to um, be a media company to to give the whole package. Mm -hmm. Uh, But podcasting is um, our great joy. And so that's our great focus. Awesome. Okay. Um, 
let's talk a little bit more about supporting women and why is it important for women to participate in podcasting? Oh, you're speaking to my heart right now. (laughs) Women need a voice. Women have such amazing stories that traditionally in history we don't get to hear. And um, oftentimes, if we hear about women in history, it's because somehow they were connected to a famous man, right? It's time for women to be known for their accomplishments and for their stories and their voice. And women are brilliant at creating community and connecting. And this world needs more community and connection, right? If we can understand each other better, then that, that brings peace and connection. I can't hate you if I know your story, Mm -hmm. even if I don't really like you, (laughs) you know, even like with my ex, like I can't hate him. I know his story. I know how difficult his life was and I know the pain he's carrying with him. And so I can't hate him. I have a lot of compassion. And so if we can build this connection in this community, at the very least, we have compassion for each other. And at the best, we are making a beautiful world together of understanding each other and creating connections. So I'm not sure if I'm 100% answering your question, but I'm passionate about women being heard and being seen. And so um, I would say 99% of my students that I coach and my customers that I work with are women or people that identify as women. And um, it's, it's such an exciting way to live life of, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty um, passionate feminist, <laughs> a happy feminist, a joyful feminist. Um, if I just, I just think the world needs more women's voices and women's stories. And we need to celebrate that. And we need to celebrate the feminine qualities and characteristics that are so valuable. I am masculine qualities are very important. We need to be able to do, we need to be able to achieve. We've got to pay our bills. We've got to get to work and take care of our children. Masculine qualities are very important, but those feminine qualities, those being qualities, those loving qualities, those connection qualities, those are as vital, if not more. And we need more of that in the world. So I just really want to amplify that. Right. We, we need the giving and the receiving. Yes, we do. (laughs) Yes, we do. What made you decide to attend the She Podcast Live conference? Oh my goodness. Okay, so the podcast world, I belong to several podcast communities. And the podcast communities that are very male-dominated are kind of heavy, I don't know, mean communities. Like you say something and a million people jump on you Hmm. and, and try to tell you why they know things better than you, right? And it's, it's not very comfortable. But in the She Podcast community, everybody's so welcoming and inviting and so willing to answer questions and just, it's such a different feel. And so when this conference came up, I was like, okay, this is a no brainer. I have to be here because this community feels so safe. And I'm an introvert, (laughs) which is why I like being behind the mic. Um, But I knew that taking the risk of coming would be so important. And I got to tell you, uh, after my first session, I left and I actually had tears in my eyes. My eyes were stinging. My nose turned bright red um, because I made connections with people. And I took that risk to come to a conference out of state where I didn't know anybody and to truly put value on the connections and step out of my comfort zone big time 
And it was so amazing. And in my first session, I got like four business cards and I met four amazing people that were all doing completely different things and from different walks of life. And within my first hour of being here, I felt so filled up with joy and connection that I knew this was absolutely the right decision to make to come. Did you have a goal for your weekend here? Something you wanted to accomplish during the weekend? Yes. Um, stepping out of my comfort zone and talking to people and making those that. connections. <laughs> and I did that. And, and every hope I had for this conference has been exceeded because of the people that are here, because of who I've talked to and the stories I'm hearing. And um, there's just so many inspiring people here. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And I think... We talked, I went to a, a session today about imposter syndrome, and it came mm. to me that um, part of the reason we, you know, feel like, am I really a podcaster? All mm. I do is this thing, you know, and we do it in isolation. We sit in our house, and we talk into a microphone, and we record it, and then we upload it, and does that really make me a podcaster? Mm -hmm. Because we are in isolation. So mm -hmm. when we come together and we see the people who we actually, we listen to their podcasts mm -hmm. and we say, well, they're podcasters. And they tell you, I do the same thing that you do. You're a podcaster too. And then we can like feel verified. Mm -hmm. And then, yes, I am a podcaster and I'm not an imposter and I am doing it. And I didn't realize I, I could do it and it was this easy. And now let me help other people. Absolutely. You are so correct. Um, in fact, one of the courses I teach, it's a six-week course, is called I Am a Podcaster, <laughs> Mastering the Mindset of Podcasting. And that is, I would say, 90% of the reason people don't start a podcast or suffer the podcast fate is because they don't believe that they're a podcaster. They don't believe that what they have is of any value and they overthink it and and that I, I want to get people out of that because we, y you are because you are, right? <laughs> like you, you did this, you hit record. That takes so much courage to hit record and then put it out there for anybody to listen to around the world. There are people around the world hearing your voice and the courage that that takes. The minute, even if you've only downloaded your trailer, you put it out there you're a podcaster. Mm -hmm. and, and then Elsie's talk this morning where, you know, she said one, one piece of data does not determine yeah. your, you know, your standing in life. And uh, just because you only have so many downloads mm -hmm. doesn't mean you're not, you know, a real podcaster. It just got to believe in yourself. Absolutely. <laughs> and you got to know you're on the right path. I like to use the analogy of a classroom. I come from the education world. If you have a classroom full of 30 bodies, that's full. That's mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. And if there are 30 bodies listening to you and you are affecting 30 minds and you are affecting the future and they're helping them to learn those 30 bodies, that's a big deal. So if you have 30 listeners, you have 30 people that listen to your podcast every single week, you are impacting 30 different lives. You do not know the impact you're making, the connection you're making, the things you're helping them through, whether you have a comedy show and they just get to laugh, or you have a show that's helping them to heal a pain and an injury that they, internal injury they have, it really doesn't matter. You're impacting 30 people and there's value in that. 
It doesn't take 10,000 downloads to say, okay, I'm making an impact. 30, 10, whatever, you change one life, you've made an impact. That's right. And sometimes maybe that's just all it takes. Yeah. (laughs) Because then that one life can spread it around. Yes. Uh, What plans do you have for the future of your podcast? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I kind of feel like the world is my oyster right now. Um, My plans are to go along for the ride. This is a fun ride. It's almost like being on the rapids, you know, and you're, you're paddling and you can control a little bit, just stay away from the boulders, but you're going down that river. And so I'm, I'm going to paddle. I'm going to stay away from the boulders, but I'm going on the river to where this takes me. Um, I'm a writer, so I am hoping to publish a book. Um, that's in the works. I, I have started an outline, so I think the podcast will help with that. I do a lot of public speaking. In the past, my public speaking was all education related. So I'm moving now more into, you know, this life coaching type of um, public speaking. So I think the podcast can help me grow in that area. Um, The media company, I hope that just keeps growing. And um, I don't know. I just feel like the world's my oyster. I've, I've, been invited to host a podcast for a nonprofit. And I I think from there, things are just gonna keep going. So I'm excited. Sounds exciting. Is there anything that you wish I would have asked you today that I didn't touch on that you would like to share? That is such a great question. Um, You know, I, I think the, the biggest thing, I don't know if it's necessarily a question, I guess the, the biggest thing I would love people listening to walk away with is knowing that your story is unique, your voice is unique, your perspective is unique, and it needs to be heard. Whether you start a podcast, whether you write an article, whether you talk to people at a dinner table, whatever it is, your story has value. And so I just hope people walk away from this episode knowing their value and knowing their worth and being willing to share it. Let their heart be seen a little bit. Open that vulnerability up. That's right. It's beautiful. So tell us where can people find and connect with you? I would love for people to find me. Um, Instagram is where I'm most active and you can find me at Tiffany Kane, T-I-P-H-A-N-Y-K-A-N-E. That's where I'm my most active community. Um, my podcast, Love and Life After Divorce, you can find it on all the media outlets. And you can email me, T-K-A-N-E at TiffanyKane.com. All right. We'll have that in the show notes as well. Thank you, Tiffany, for being with us today here on Messages and Methods. I hope you enjoy the rest of the conference and that we can work together again in the future sometime. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us for the Messages and Methods She Podcast Conference interview series with Shelley Carney, produced by Toby Eunice. Please subscribe, leave a great review, and look for our compilation book on Amazon soon. Share our podcast with your family and friends and discover how you can become a fabulous podcaster at agkmedia.studio or join our Facebook group, Leveraging Your Content. Check the show notes for links and resources, and please enjoy all our wonderful podcast episodes.